Welcome to another episode of Italia Mia, hosted and sponsored by the Grand Lodge of New York and the Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. I'm your host, Luisa Potenza. Welcome to another episode, and I think, ladies, you're going to find this terribly interesting. How many times do you go into the supermarket when you're doing your shopping, and you're kind of confused as to what olive oil to buy? Um, perhaps we can get the answer from an expert. We are speaking directly to Rome today with Loredana Nuvolino, and she is an expert in all things Italian. We're so happy to have her on again. Good morning, Loredana. Good morning, Luisa. Te saluti da Roma. Grazie. And how is Rome today? What is the weather like? The weather is just fabulous. We've got about 22 degrees today. Uh -huh. It's hot and sunny. And sunny. Oh, I'm jealous. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. What's the weather like in New York? Uh, we're expecting rain today, but we did have very mild temperatures this week. Uh, it was like summer, which is very unusual for November, but we welcome it. Absolutely. So it's uh, what I understand now, it's picking the olive time. Is that correct? Exactly. This is, um, we're Italians and this is the olive picking period. Uh -huh. I'm, at the moment, I'm in Umbria in my country house and we're all very busy picking olives. Oh, you yourself? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Because I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about olive oil, as I said before. We're going to cover every aspect of it. From uh, picking the olives, choosing the olives, and uh, converting them into olive oil. So let us talk about the process. Let us start with picking the olives, then what happens? Oh, well, uh, first of all, okay, so think that all Italy, now in this period, from now until January, uh, we're all picking olives, okay? Right. So when we talk about olive oil and... Uh, Olive oil means Italy. So it's all Italy from north to south. Right. Okay. Um, what happens? Well, first of all, you have to have a lot of friends to help you. <laughs> yes. Uh, pick, really do hand picking. Okay. We don't use any kind of machine. It's oh, that is tedious work, I imagine. It is, but it's a, it's a lot of it's fun. And, um, and unfortunately, in this period of COVID, we have to be very careful. So we really can't have a lot of people over. So we're working with the distance. We're maintaining distance, so we have like two people per tree, and hand picking and putting in the baskets the olives. Um, we hand pick them with a rake. With a rake. We call it, yeah, we call it like a manina, a small hand. It's uh, a very small rake. Right. Okay. Which we stick on the end of our broomstick, and then we start like um, going through every uh, branch of the tree and getting the olives to fall on the ground. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And they fall on a net. We have this big net on the floor. Right. They fall on the net. And um, they have to be collected, uh, not immediately, but within a few hours when they fall on the net. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have to be very careful with the temperature. It mustn't be too hot and it mustn't be too humid. Okay. Oh. Uh, because also the humidity and the dew on the olives uh, could start uh, the process uh, which we do not want, which will make the olive uh, a bit, which will give the olive a bitter taste. 
So we have to be very, very, um, we have to work with uh, a lot of attention when we, when we pick the olives. So we rake the uh, olives off uh, the branches. They fall on a net. We collect them in baskets. And then within the day, we go to the mill. Uh-huh. And that's where the whole process starts. So there's a lot of people working in this. So people are picking, people are then cleaning the olives. And how is they that done? The, yes, they divide the olives with, from the leaves. Because if a lot of leaves um, go in the basket and then go in the big machine where uh, it um, works the, the olives, uh, it will give a bitter taste. Okay, It will give a strange bitter taste because the bitter taste in olive oil is good. But sometimes if too many leaves are there, it will ruin the olive oil. Okay. Uh -huh. um, it's quite a simple process because it's all done with a machinery. Okay. Um, obviously, it's a completely closed machinery. We just uh, drop the olives in um, a big basket. And then the whole process is done within a machine. Okay. Uh -huh. So there's no oxygen at all that touches the olives while they're being pressed. Uh -huh. This gives the incredible flavor at the end of the, you know, when the, the whole process is done, it will give an incredible flavor to the oil, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Is there someone there to, uh, do you have a quality control person who is in the um, mill? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I must say Italians are all very good at recognizing good olive oil because they've been trained since they're children okay yes uh but there is a person the person that runs the mill usually is an expert person and there's all a lot of technology nowadays which goes through all the steps of what happens in the machine okay and how the machine divides the olive and how it squishes it uh it presses it and uh different intensities of this kind of pressure and um and then the oil is a kind of some oils are filtered at the end and some are not filtered, okay? This depends on the kind of cultivar and exactly what the person wants from their oil, okay? How interesting. Um, oil is not like wine. Oil has to be used as soon as possible. You're not going to be happy to have a three-year bottle oil in your cupboard. But is it true? I thought, to my knowledge, you can keep olive oil up to uh, a year, is that correct? Exactly, exactly. Well, I must say, I am using a two-year-old olive oil, and I usually fry with it, okay? Yeah. I do my frying with it. It's always good, but it, it will lose all its properties, okay? Mm -hmm. It will lose that fantastic aroma it has in the first year, yeah. okay? Uh, this is for us Italians. So you, it's very difficult uh, to find an Italian that has like a two- or three-year bottle, you know, a year old bottle of olive oil at home because it's not a wine, okay? Wine will have 5, 6, 10, 15, and 20 years old. It improves with age. Oil has to be fresh oil, uh -huh. right? So yeah. it has to be used within the year. Nothing happens. I mean, it's nothing bad for your health if you use it after, but it's not the, the great properties and the great aromas that it has within the first mm -hmm. year, okay? Now... I think it's impossible to imagine an Italian, you know, Italian food without extra virgin olive oil. Huh? What do you right. think? Absolutely. That's all I use is extra virgin for everything. And I thought, oh, am, am I doing the, is, is that right that I'm frying with extra virgin olive oil? You're doing a great thing because you're doing a great thing for, for your health also. 
And also fruit frying with olive oil is not like frying with other oils. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I mean, um, the burning point of olive oil, it has to reach 180 degrees to lose its properties. Very and that nice. is the only oil that can, you can heat up to 180 degrees and it will not lose its properties. Can you imagine? Imagine that. That's amazing. So it's very, very safe to fry with olive oil. Very safe. To oh, fry. good, good. Um, there are a lot of, um, if I can say, a lot of um, differences between olive oils all across Italy. There's a lot of different regional cuisines and um, also a lot of different regional um, olive cultivars. So different kinds of olives, which give different kinds of oil, different kinds of flavor. Different kinds of olives? So in other words, different olive trees? Exactly. We have more than 400 oh my. different kinds of cultivar. We call them cultivars. And they're different. They're different in shape, oh. in size, in color, and in taste. Aromas. Amazing. It's incredible, this thing. But we're entering a fantastic world. You know, olive oil is a fantastic world, just as wine is. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Correct. So, you know what, when you talked about the process, I'm thinking back to hundreds of years. How did people achieve what they wanted to without the technology that you have today? I can't imagine. Well, you know what? I mean, wine and olive oil, I think, have always existed with, you know, with the Greek, with the, the Etruscans. Yeah. They have always had olive oil and uh, wine. Obviously, it was a different wine. It was a real sweet wine. It was not with the wine that we have now. And same with the olive oil. It was a bit, it was different, but the process was always the same. Obviously in open air, okay? Yeah. Not closed in, um, you know, um, steel barrels and things like that. But the process was more or less the same. Obviously, it was not so hygienic, okay? But the process was more or less the same. So what we're doing now is what our, you know, ancestors did, but just with a lot more security, safety, and um, uh, this is what, you know, we're doing now with technology. I think I had asked you um, earlier on about, I looked at uh, my can of olive oil, and I might say this, I don't know if this is okay, but I use Filippo Berio. Filippo Berio. Here it's uh, considered one of the finest olive oils that you can buy. And um, I find that um, I was taken aback once I was tasting it and it had a peppery taste. And I thought, oh my goodness, is, is this the right olive oil that I'm buying? Why does it have a peppery taste? Very good observation, dear. Very good. Berio is a good, is a good olive oil, okay? But a berio, I think he uses a lot of um, cultivars which come also from other European countries. Uh -huh. I don't want to get into kind of legislation or laws, but the European community has made quite a mess on this, okay? Um, olive oil should be only, you know, pure olive oil from one place. Right. They gave the possibility to mix different cultivars from different parts of Europe. Okay. Ah, because I see. Yes, and this has modified a lot of things on olive oil. Um, when it comes to exports, 
they tend to make a kind of a blend, we call it blend, where they've got different kinds of olives taken from different places. Okay. I saw that on the can. I mean, I saw that. I was I was kind of interested to see that from um, Filippo Berio, for instance, uh, attained the uh, olive oil from Greece, Turkey, exactly. Mediterranean countries. Right. It's, um, it's a kind of politics there. This company likes to acquire um, olives um, in other European countries, uh, where obviously uh, it's less expensive for them. Okay? It's less expensive. Um, they will buy um, olives at a lower cost uh, because labor there is much cheaper. So you oh, interesting. Olives, you would have Greek olives, Spanish olives. Right. Um, an olive is a very delicate, it's a strong plant, but if you do an intensive, okay, production, you're going to lose in quality. That's the same thing that happens with wine. Sometimes I, I, you know, I, I pair the two things because they have a lot of things in common. So what has happened in Europe, uh, Spain, um, especially Spain, they have used a lot of European funds and they've got this intensive production of olive oil. And the, they're not there working on the quality, but they're working on the quantity. Okay. Yes. What happens in Italy instead with all us small producers, we concentrate on the quality. Right. And not on the quantity. So when an olive oil has to is used for exports, obviously they need they need to lower the cost and buy foreign uh, olives. Okay. Yes. Well, then the price would be you know rocket high. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you had alluded to the fact that there are many types of olive oils, um, and you talked about pairing. The food with the olive oil. Can you explain that? Well, um, you know, as I told you, we have more like 400 different kinds of cultivar. Each one has a different aroma, a different flavor, a different taste. Okay? Uh -huh. Just like food. So when it comes to pairing, we do pair also olive oil, just like we pair wine with food. Um Let's just see now. We can talk about, I can give you a kind of um, examples of how to pair. Like if you can pair with the contrasting flavors, okay, or in flavors which um, match in flavor, okay. Give you a little idea that there are more than a few hundreds of the types of extra virgin olive oil in Italy, okay. Uh, but the main factor is that we have to look at how the flavor, what the flavor of the oil is. So we have to evaluate the intensity, the bitterness or the spiciness are the two main f features of the olive oil. Okay. So when we test an olive oil, we're there to check the intensity. Um, it could be light, medium or intense. Okay. Usually the label, especially when it's done for export, on the label it should be uh, written clear if it's um, a light, a medium, or an intense type of olive oil, okay? The very simple rule in pairing maybe is by uh, complementary flavors. So the stronger the taste 
of uh, your dish, the stronger the oil intensity should be. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the first simple rule. So right. If, if I have like a really tasty dish, I'm going to have a really tasty olive oil. Okay? Um, it applies both for dressing, like salads, or even a carpaccio. Um, we must say that in this kind of process, we have to make a difference between um, eating, using the olive raw or heating it. Because if we heat it, it's going to destroy many of the complex flavors and the aromas the, uh, the olive oil has. Mm-hmm. So it's better to use um, the olive oil, you know, raw on the plate, okay, on the dish, on the food directly. Right. We can also um, pair the food, if it's like a light intensity of of, uh, olive oil, it's best to be paired with delicate dishes, like soft cheeses, seafood, Mm -hmm. appetizers, mm -hmm. even a fish carpaccio. I was about to say fish as well. Yeah, so how do you know which olive oil to purchase? How many different kinds of olive oil are available to the consumer. Like there's um, super fine. Oh, yes. For I mean, what we have in Italy, we have a great selection here. We have shops that sell only olive oil. Do you know that? No, I did not. Uh, just like we have like wine shops, we have wine yes. shops. So you can imagine this world. I myself, I myself have on my kitchen counter six different bottles of olive oil. Goodness. Because it depends what kind of flavor I want to match my dish. Right, right. So what types of oil are there? You have the, um, as I said, the super fine, uh, uh-huh. the virgin the olive oil, the extra virgin olive oil. Okay, we're always talking about extra virgin olive oil. Okay. Okay, always. Okay. We're talking about olive oils, okay? Okay. So we're only going to be using and talking about extra Okay. Virgin, because it is the top quality. Okay. And we have them in super fine, light, medium, intense. We have to, in some way, I think, more than understanding how we pair them, why don't we do do another step and teach how to um, taste? Because if we learn how to taste the um, olive oil, then the next step is the pairing process, okay? Right. So before talking maybe about pairing, like complementary flavors or contrasting flavors, it depends on the kind of food we have, okay? Uh-huh. Um, would you like me to go into depth in this? Because, you know, it's, it's a real art in knowing how to pair olive oil to dishes. Well, I'm very, I'm very, very curious about that. I'd really like to learn how to do that. <laughs> You, you know, then you then you become the hostess with the mostess. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, let's say that um, extra virgin olive oil is suitable for salads, bruschetta, fish, meat, legumes, soup, pasta, and even on a simple slice of bread. You know how now how Italian we are, no? I mean, if we want a snack and we have some good olive oil, a plain slice of bread is the best combination. Oh, that leads me. I'm sorry. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to interrupt your chain of thought, but what came to mind is that um, in most of the Italian restaurants here in the States, 
what will they do? They do, before they bring you the entree, they bring you a, a, a dish with olive oil and they, they have bread and that's for dipping. Oh, no, Italians do not do that. Is that right? That's, that's... Well, we, don't, we do not do that in the restaurant, but we do it at home. Oh, oh. It's great that they do it at a restaurant because they're giving you a home, you know, like an Italian home. Um, a home, a touch, a touch of home. A touch of home, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something nice because it's part of our culture. So even going to an Italian restaurant, and you know, like they, what we talked about last time about the mama, you know? Yes, yes. Mama. The same thing is with olive oil. I like this thing that you guys do in the States. I like it. Do you really? Like, I always... Like olive oil. Well, then I, I'm incorrect when I tell my friends, that's not Italian. They don't do that. But now that's been cleared up. Okay, very good. We do it at home. Not really at the restaurant, but we do it at home, okay? Okay. So it's very often like, you know, I'm a bit hungry. Okay, I'm just going to get a piece of bread with oil. Oh, know? what's bad about that? Yeah. Yeah, just with a slice of bread and it's done and you've got your snack done. Yes. Well, yes. now let's talk about the, like, it, all this depends on the blend and on the cultivar of the oil, Okay. And also the harvest period. Now, oh. um, I'm harvesting now in November, but I've had fr- I have friends that have started in October, and I have friends that harvest until uh, January, February. What is the difference? The difference is that the longer the mm, the olives are on the tree, the stronger the oil is going to be. Oh, interesting. The flavor, uh-huh. strong, intense flavor. So it depends how mild or how strong you want the oil. That's what you will decide when to start picking your olives. That depends a lot on the kind of cultivar you have. So what kind of olives do you have? Some need to be harvested before. Some need to be harvested even later uh-huh. during the season. Okay. So. Oh, another thought came to mind. How do you, um, is there such a thing as planting a seed, which will become the olive tree? Um, And how many years does it take before you have olives? Now, we can can plant young, we call them piante giovani, young plants, which are about uh, two or three year old. Okay, we plant them, and it will take them like three years before they start giving olives. We have olive trees. I have olive trees about 150 years old. Uh, Nearby, uh, here there's an olive tree that's like about 400 years old, and it's producing a massive quantity of olives. Oh, that's amazing. Is that that due to the soil? It's everything. It's the soil, the the climate, the altitude, Mm -hmm. okay? And it also changes on where the olive tree is, because if it's in the countryside, if it's near the sea, if, it's, um, if it has breeze, sea breeze, no sea breeze. So it depends where in Italy these um, olives are, and the flavor will slowly change. The olive oil of the south of Italy is stronger than the one that we have here in the center of Italy. Well, because it's, it's warmer, it's hotter, uh-huh. and these trees have more and more uh, sun, so the oil becomes stronger. My goodness. And it becomes stronger. Yeah. So there's a lot of things which um, are around uh, 
uh, involved in giving you a good quality oil. So it's not that easy, okay? We can touch every time a different aspect of it, but climate, heat, location are very important, very important. Oh, I thought... Talking uh, about pairing, you, had, you were really curious about the pairing because I think tonight you want to pair the right oil with the right dish, right? Right. <laughs> um, we're talking about, I can say now from it, let's divide the oil in three different categories, like delicate, medium, and um, intense, okay? Now, with a delicate oil, usually the delicate oils have a buttery or floral, or floral taste with a slight peppery finish. Uh-huh. Yes, I wondered about that. This peppery, not all olives give you a peppery. Mm-hmm. Certain kind of cultivars give you this peppery taste, okay? And they are good for fish, mild green salads, mild cheeses, for pesto, for home baking. Yes, we can use olive oil for home baking. Absolutely. Well, they, we do Italians oh, yeah. kind of shy away from butter, correct? I mean, yeah, absolutely. We really use very, very little butter here. We use more butter in the north of Italy because they're more like northern Europe, right. colder. So they're more like, you know, using butter more up in the north with their dishes than, than we in the center and south. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for home baking, we make our, you know, Sunday cake with, oh, I use olive oil and that's it for it. Raw vegetables, yes. Um, raw shellfish, um, eggs, and even plain yogurt. You can just put, you know, uh, a swirl of olive oil in it. On the yogurt? I use delicate I use delicate olive oil, a swirl of olive oil in my orange juice in the morning. Oh my. Does that um you said you mentioned it, the health properties of olive oil. Can you oh, tell yes. us yes. Talk well, about very simply the health part. I mean uh, olive oil is powerful with antioxidants. Huh? And it's it's fat. It's beneficial for the fatty acids it has. It helps fight the, you know, the free radicals, and reduces the risk of many, many um, problems like health, like heart, uh, oh, diabetes. Um, obviously, it's a support. It's not a medicine. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, they're using olive oil also to help people. Um, in certain moments of their um, uh, problems, okay? So um, I have doctors here, doctors suggested, you know, for uh, a family member who had uh, diabetes uh, type of 2, to start Mm. using olive oil. My. Uh, The cardiologist here will tell you you have to have so many spoons of olive oil of a day. You need it as a cure, as a cure. Amazing. It's not going to harm you for sure. It's not going to harm you. It's only going to be good for you. So, um, you know, as I told you, plain yogurt, I use olive oil in my fresh, uh, freshly squeezed orange juice because it helps block the, uh, the vitamins to our body using olive oil. It will make us uh, retain the vitamins of uh, the um, orange juice. Oh, my you know, it's almost you like... Use, well, do you, have you ever put olive oil in your freshly orange um, juice? No, but I could recall uh, my father 
My father using olive oil with oranges. I remember that you just brought back a memory. Yes. Great. Yes. It's fundamental. It's just great. It's just part of it. You have to have a swirl, you know, just a bit of olive oil in it, <clears throat> stir it, and then just drink it. And yet some doctors will say that it's fattening if you use olive oil. I've never um, paid attention to that. <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, I read an article on the Mediterranean diet. And um, when it comes to heart problems, fat problems, and so on, um, people who follow a Mediterranean diet um, usually don't have a lot of weight problems. So maybe this Mediterranean diet where we use quite a lot of olive oil, it might be healthy for you, you know? Yes, yes. It's always like, you know, it's yes or no. We have to find it, you know, somewhere in between and not exaggerate in using it. And in Italy, is it a must? Like if uh, restaurants only use the best olive oil, is that true? Yes. And you know what? In the last four years, there's been a law where the olive oil must be in a bottle that is completely closed. So yeah. there's no possibility of the, um, uh, the person of the restaurant to pour in, you know, another kind of olive oil. So you might have the bottle of an expensive olive oil and inside you could have a crap oil. Okay. Uh -huh. This will not happen in the last four or five years. In the, first, in the last four or five years, there's the new European law, which has also become obviously an Italian law, where there is a kind of a drip control. So oil comes out, but oil doesn't go in the bottle. Oh. And this is to guarantee for the clients that what is written on the bottle is what is inside the bottle. Okay? Interesting. Very, very good. Okay, so it's, it's closely uh, monitored, you might say. It's monitored. It's monitored. And, yeah. and I think that's something really good because, you know, you could also find some not honest people, you know, to save money. So you'll have like a big brand bottle of olive oil and then inside you might have a lower quality. Yes, okay? yes. So uh, if they offer in a restaurant a bottle where the olive oil is open, please ask them to give you an olive oil that has this kind of drop block. It's a block inside where you can see that you cannot pour oil in it. You know what I mean? Oh, my. So that's a great tip. This is important. That's a great tip. Right. And then what? also, um, I understand that you use olive oil in baking, in baking. So... Uh, you use it in baking just the way you use butter in the States. Rather than you use, use butter, butter, use olive oil. Yes, the extra virgin <laughs> olive oil, obviously. Um, the flavor is superb. Obviously, we have to use a delicate olive oil. As I just said, it's like the, the delicate one where it's, it's, um, it's a floral taste. But how would, you, how, would you buy, how would you know that you're buying a delicate yeah. oil? Is it marked? Well, well, it should be marked because, especially if they're for export, they're marked. Uh -huh. Okay, it should be written on it. Um, obviously, um, I would I would taste the oils, and uh, usually when they, if, if we understand the cultivar, yes, we, if we know what kind of olives they used, we can imagine what kind of oil it's going to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. So according to the family of olives they used. Uh -huh, we can almost understand what kind of oil is going to come out after. For example, we said 
on um, on plain yogurt and baking is the delicate one. Then we have a medium kind of oil, medium flavored, medium. Uh, medium oil will most likely have a fruity taste and a spicy or peppery finish. Yes, yes, I I, had, I mentioned to you that when I, um, as I mentioned to you that I buy Filippo Berio because here we, we understand that that is one of the finest oils that we can purchase here in the States. Um, yes. And at first I thought, well, Oh my God, is this good olive oil? It had a peppery taste. You know, I was taken aback, but you're saying that that's, that's the nature of the, that's the nature of the beast, so to speak. <laughs> peppery, the peppery is one of the Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Now a medium, a barrio, a barrio usually is a medium kind of oil. Okay. Uh -huh. It's a medium kind of oil. So you can put it on uh, fresh baked bread, right? on chicken, pork, I don't know, uh, roasted uh, or sauté vegetables, you know, gratin, le verdure gratin. Yes, yes. Okay. Any type of pasta, you can just, you know, after you put your sauce, you can just, you know, a, a swirl of olive oil. Mm -hmm. Pizza, why not? Some pizza with some olive oil on top of it. Soft cheeses and even ice cream. Oh, really? Ice cream? Even with ice cream, yes. Even with ice cream. I'm going to try that. I absolutely will. Um can you tell a good olive oil by its color? No, not really. Not really mm -hmm. by its color. Because the color is given by the kind of cultivar, okay? Right. By the kind of olive we've put inside. Not all olives come really greeny. Some come yellowy with some greenish in it, okay? Uh-huh. So... Um, no, I would say you wouldn't buy it by the color, but you have to never buy olive oil that is in a transparent bottle. Oh, interesting. Because Why? Olive oil must not uh, receive light or heat because it, get, it gets ruined. So right. the olive oil must be in a dark bottle. A dark bottle, uh, not only in a dark place, but a dark bottle as well. Exactly. So uh -huh. if... You know, at the supermarket, you have an olive oil that's in a transparent um, bottle. Yeah. Don't buy it. Yeah. Okay, don't buy it. Okay. Um, there is one very famous oil in Italy, okay, which is a Tuscan oil, which I'm not going to say the name now, which is in a in a transparent bottle, but it gives it, it comes in a case. So the oh. oil will have to, you would keep the oil in its case, okay? Uh -huh. so it comes like a precious. You know, like a wine bottle, okay? Yes, so It's yes. in a container. So the bottle is transparent, but you should preserve the bottle, not on your counter, but in its case. So it would be closed in a box. Okay? Wow. Olive oils need a dark um, a dark bottle. Yes. Well, the color doesn't mean much. It helps you understand the color, what kind of cultivar you've used. Okay? Right. But you could have different shades of olive oil. Okay. What would you call a person? Is there a person uh, like a sommelier is really uh, an, an expert in wines? When you go to a restaurant, you want to find wine, you will consult a sommelier. And right. is there an equivalent to that? There's an oil sommelier. Yes. There is. An oil, yes, an oil sommelier. Is that what he's called, a sommelier, or is there another word for it? Oh, 
word. It's always the same word. It's called oil sommelier. Yes. I, for example, I attend the course. Um, it is a wonderful course um, of how to become an expert in oils. Living in Italy, you know, uh, you have to know all these things, Louisa. Uh, I'm so curious. And, we, you know, I have olives all over the place here. We have <laughs> food and the olives. And so I really got into this. And it's, it's like a passion now. Oh, yes, and, yes. And uh, understanding what we have and how we can use it, and most of all, how we can, you know, offer the, the good quality of Italian food. And, and this is one of them. Olive oil, I think, is, is one of the, I think it represents Italy. When we talk about olive oil, we're talking about Italy. Yes, right? yes, right. It's synonymous and, with it. That's right. Yeah. Exactly, it's synonymous. Olive oil means Italy and wine, obviously. Yes. So two things, which is... Um, uh, which represents Italy itself. No? We were talking about the benefits. I mean, the large amounts of an antioxidants it has, which is incredible. It also has anti-inflammatory properties. Is that okay. right? Oh, that should aid uh, people with rheumatism. They exactly. used to call it rheumatism, but here it's now arthritis. So okay. that will aid in uh, soothing the case of arthritis. So. That's exactly. interesting. They say, I mean, a lot of studies which I've read, you know, um, as I was telling you, there's cases where it may prevent also the uh, strokes. I mean, it's oh. better to use olive oil. I know that it's expensive in the States. I know it is. Yes, expensive. yes. But if olive oil is good. You just need a drop. You don't need a lot of olive oil on what you use. Uh -huh. You just need a drop. You just need a, you know, a swirl. Yes. If that means it's good olive oil. If you have to put a lot of olive oil, I'm sorry, it's not good. It's olive not. Oil. What about I've um the, what is it? Pomace they call it. Pomace olive oil. It, no, actually it's not really olives. I don't know, but they sell that. It's very, very um inexpensive. Uh -huh. And they they have it on the shelves, you know, and I I always shy away from it. I don't know. I'm, it's like an imitation olive oil to me. Are you familiar with that? Uh, what is the name? It's it's P O M A C E, pomace or pomace. I don't know exactly how it's. Um, okay. I really don't know about it. Olive oil is only one. You know, extra virgin olive mm -hmm. oil is only one. Okay, and if you want to use oil, olive oil, buy the good one. Yes. Right, right. All the rest could be full of chemicals inside. Oh. All the rest could be made in a laboratory and have always the name of oil because local laws sometimes um, create this kind of negative thing, you know. Uh, even the European community has created some laws which are against... Mm, what we think olive oil is. Olive oil is pure olive oil for one liter. Mm -hmm. In European laws, and I don't know about American laws, but anyways, they recognize olive oil, even if there's a small percentage of olive oil, and the rest is all extras. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they can call it olive oil. I'm sorry, that's not olive oil. So to be sure, by extra virgin olive oil, so we're sure that the quantity is much more of olive oil, real olive oil, yes. and less chemicals, okay? Okay. Uh, we buy from small producers. This is what happens when you're in Italy. We're lucky that, um, once again, 
from north to south, every territory in Italy has their oil. Yes. Has their flavor. And 90% of the oil of every location is great for the local food. Just like wine. I mean, this is nature. Okay? This yes. is not man. This is nature. Okay? Uh, so according to the territory, according to their food, the plants give the right kind of flavor in oil and also in, uh, in wine. Mm-hmm. And they usually pair perfectly with local food. Now, to your knowledge, uh, is there a particular region that produces probably the finest olive oil? Um, I was reading an article lately that the, according to international judges, oil judges, uh, the best, one of the best areas is the center of Italy. It's the Sabina area, the Umbria Sabina area. This is where I am. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. This is where I have my country house. The oil is, um, it's a, it's not, it's, it's a, de- it's a mild oil. Okay. It's mild. Yes. Uh, the majority of the local oils here in this area are blended with different kinds of cultivar. Mm-hmm. You would say, why are they blended? Well, because they're plants that we said that have like about 100 years old, okay? So what happens 100 years ago, uh, people lived with their, with the plants was part of their food, okay? So they really counted on that oil. So they had different kinds of cultivar according uh, to the weather. So you would find fields with three or four different kinds of quality because if there was a winter where snow came and froze plants, not all plants would freeze. So some would die for that season, but the others would continue. Yes. So this is why they had this natural blend. This is what happens also on my land, okay? Where there's two or three different cultivars, okay? So um, it would assure to the farmers at the end of, you know, the season that they would have oil at, at, at all costs, they would have oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the new generations are doing monocultivar. Okay. So one field of only one kind because they know that that kind will not suffer any kind of climate changes. Okay. And they for sure have their oil at the end of the season. So once again, Italy is, is beautiful because it's different from territory to territory. I mean, the oil is all good in Italy. You just have to pair it correctly. Now, it could be a personal taste. For example, the oil of the South, for me, is very strong. It's a bit strong. It's, it's, an, it's olives that, had a, that, that, that um, got a lot of sun, a lot of heat. So when this oil is, is produced, it's very, very um, dense in flavor, okay? So... You have to be very careful what you pair it with because sometimes it could kill your dish. So if you have like, you know, very, um, a fish dish or whatever, something that's very light and you put a strong oil on it, you're not going to taste the fish anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this kind of um, um, idea and thinking we should have. Well, I have gained such respect (laughs) And for olive oil, 
and I'm so happy that I followed the rules, so to speak. And uh, I use it. <laughs> I mean, I go through so much olive oil. I use it on my vegetables. I use it for frying. I put it, it, it just everything, you know. So I guess. Yeah, that's great for your health. It's great yeah. for your health. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I will. I will. Laura Donna, you have shed new light on olive oil, and you have really informed us, and you've educated us, as you always do. So our next episode, hopefully, if you agree, will be probably, um, I believe you mentioned fashion. Yes. Fashion, which I think the ladies will love that. I once did a cultural uh, presentation on the fashion. I learned a lot about the designers of Italy, you know. Um, unfortunately, it's getting to the point where um, beautiful, you know, clothes are not that uh, available to us for some reason. I mean, well, now we'll, I think we'll get into that if we talk about fashion. So are you agreeable to doing another episode? Perfect. Okay. I believe that our connection is about our connection is about to uh, cease. So unfortunately, yes. I have to. You know, I'm going to have to end it. I'm getting okay. these messages on the board. Great, so, great. Okay. well, it was very nice being with you today, Louisa. Lovely, lovely as always. Thank you so much for your expertise, your guidance, everything. Well, thank Lorda. you very much for okay. inviting me. Thank you very okay. much. Are you going to be olive picking again this week? Yes, I will. I will. Yeah, I took um, a week time just to. It's it's fun. It's something different. Yes, and I love doing it. Wonderful. Well, I wish you all the best, and until next time, ciao and tante belle cose. Grazie. Un abbraccio dall'Italia. Okay, the same to you. She just sent a wonderful hug, and I wish we could do it in person, but. You know, things I think perhaps will be better in a few months. I'm praying for that because I will get on a plane. I'll be in Italy sooner than you can say uh, Italia. I'll be there to pick you up. Oh, my. What an invitation. I can't wait. I'll be counting the days and the months, I have to tell you. I just can't okay. wait for that. All right. Great. Great. Well, keep okay. safe. Yes. And see you soon. Yes. Hopefully. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.